0: and this is my co-host
1: Gustav Hamilton.
0: You can call him Gus cuz literally nobody I have has anyone started calling you Gus since the podcast?
1: Uh Sorry. nobody's li- nobody's listened to the podcast. Has um, anyone
0: called you has anyone started calling you Gustav since the podcast? Not
1: not yet. Yeah. But I haven't really talked to anybody. <laughs> um But I have been, I've been interacting more with people that I don't like actually know, just people that I know through the internet, because that's how the world works now. And I've gotten a couple like really timid. um, Oh, it's nice to meet you, uh, uh, Gustav, Gustav. Uh, (laughs) And then I just say, you can call me Gustav. Hey, we're old pals.
0: Uh, You're like, you can call me Gustav. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. You You can call me Gustav, actually. Really stretch it out.
0: Have you – I've been, like, having conversations with people that I'm, like, I kind of know, but now we're, like, having full-on conversations about, like, like rando garbage. Has this happened to you, too?
1: Yeah, kind of. Um, we, you know uh, – Yeah, through, like, through Brooklyn Clay, we've been doing all these studio visits, which has been really fun to just, like, have a conversation. And it it seems like people get, like, really comfortable with it really fast and, like, almost forget that there's an audience watching because there's nobody else. Like, it would just be like this, except there's, like, you know, 20 people watching. Um, And all of a sudden, yeah. Uh, It's been pretty fun. I don't know. I can't... uh, I can't seem to, like, respond to all of my – like, I feel like everybody is really Instagram messaging a lot these days, and I can't keep up with it.
0: That's funny you should say that. Oh, um, I'm talking to this woman, Kathy, and we are messaging back and forth about, like, this project she's doing, and all of our messages are, like, a month apart.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's how like, I – like,
0: do you want to – do you want to do this thing? And I'm like, a month later, I'm like, sure. And then a month later, she's like, great. There's like no urgency at all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's about what I've been doing. Um, Yeah. We're uh, the techs at Brooklyn Clay are doing like an at-home studio, like clay working series. And they all responded in like 24 hours with a video. And I was just like, I was really expecting that to take like a month and just buy me some time, you know? And I could just be like, oh, they're working on it.
0: <laughs> so, and they like
1: got it back to me like immediately, all of them. Yeah.
0: They're hungry. Mm-hmm. Everyone's hungry for like to be needed.
1: Yeah, to be needed and to like, yeah, have it have like a, especially a ceramics task. Cause right? I'm still, Like I could be, I could, I could do my taxes, but instead I'm like, man, I got to get back to the studio and cast some of these bongs for that workshop. Um,
0: (laughs) So weird.
1: Yeah. Uh, How's your studio?
0: It's going okay. I'm running out of clay kind of, well, I'm running out of porcelain. So I'm kind of like recycling it. And then, you know, my projects have like shifted. Like my ideas are faster than my that I'm actually making the pieces that I'm trying to make. Yeah. So I'm like halfway through, and I'm like, "Oh, I want to do this."
1: I know. Well, that's that's my problem right now too. Is like I I uh, I just can't seem to work fast enough right now. And I'm like, like I'm laying in bed at night, just being like, I need to go to sleep because I need to be able to wake up in the morning to get to the studio to like knock this thing out before i lose interest in it and then start on some other shit
0: yeah it's it's crazy but i do have to tell you i have been doing a lot of like while i haven't gotten a lot of stuff done in the studio i'm doing the um fusion 360 tutorial because i know that you know 3d modeling and it kind of like pains me to know that you know it and that i don't
1: it makes you feel any better my rhino subscription expired so
0: well you might as well just get fusion three sixty because it's free.
1: What is it? It's just the same thing?
0: Yeah. Exactly. But I also was looking at the 3D Potter um like website and they suggested to learn Fusion 360 to run that machine. Yeah. That's why I picked this one.
1: Oh cool. You gonna print some pot?
0: <laughs> yes. Well, I mean you are gonna do it it's for me.
1: I could right do it right before the right before this all happened. I filled up like four cartridges full of like perfect printing clay because there was a member at the studio that was like printing some really cool stuff.
0: Yeah, I saw that. And
1: then this happened, and now now there's just like four hard tubes full of clay oh,
0: to clean gnarly. out. Gnarly, gnarly. Yeah. Um, and then I'm reading a bunch of books. Okay, yeah. I'm still reading the Jen the Jenny Sorkin Life Forms book. Which I love. Yeah. Like, I want to be Jenny Sorkin's best friend. Yeah. I'm reading Centering by M.C. Richards, which I've never read.
1: Yeah, I either.
0: I'm doing a class on Isla- how to make Islamic tiles.
1: Who are you teaching that with? Uh,
0: This guy, Gustav Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I know. I can't um, wait
1: to learn while you teach the class.
0: <laughs> I can't wait to learn that either. <laughs> And then, oh yeah, I'm putting together. Like, I'm actually like sort of like made myself very busy.
1: Yeah, I've I have su- made myself really busy too, just by like just like um, scheduling things too.
0: You just keep scheduling shit in.
1: Yeah, um, I'll do that
0: next week. Let's do it Monday, sure. Yeah. Boy, Monday what time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm free. Um, We got a couple questions really quick from do you have any questions? Uh, From Katie Barely on Instagram. She wants to know I know she's so cool. Yeah. Uh, Is polymer clay for losers? L O (laughs) L O L. No. Is anything that has the word clay in it for losers?
2: Uh Probably
0: not. <laughs> um. Okay. You th- polymer? You th- yeah. Polymer. You yeah. think it's cool? Sure.
1: I don't know. I mean, what do you like? Uh, it could be. Right. Yeah. This is such yeah. a weird time. Who cares? You know.
0: You could make all kinds of little. The thing about polymer clay that you can't do in real clay is that you can take make all kinds of little. Pieces of food. Yeah. And like in colors because there's so much, it's like colors are already there. You don't have to wait to see your colors. It's like Insta.
1: You know what I would use instead, though? Is I would, this is just me personally, I would use Magic Sculpt or Minnesota Clay Company makes an air dry fiber clay. And I would mm-hmm. use that and then I would paint it.
0: Oh. You're telling us this now on day sixty thousand of quarantine. <laughs> I,
1: I hadn't thought yeah. about any of that stuff.
0: <laughs> you just I wanted a, to wait.
1: I had I get a summer it. I, get it. I was back in my parents' house for a summer, like maybe the year after I graduated from college. Or yeah. And and I built a bunch of clay sculptures at my parents house and then I drove them to Kansas to fire them while they were wet like I showed up I moved to a new city with a car full of like um like fairly large sculptures like medium kiln size sculptures that were just in the back of my car (laughs) but once I realized that I had made enough work like i couldn't make any more work and transport it then i switched to this like weird it it was like this really weird air dry clay that minnesota clay company made that you could just like like it looked like clay and it felt like clay and you just build with it and then it would just like air dry and be like pretty hard obviously not as hard as clay but
0: this like rad
1: yeah i was doing like really because you could just like you could just make like like, I made this graph with it where I just, like, squeezed coils and then just, like, let it dry. And then you could just make, like, these big, weird, long coils air dry. It was really cool.
0: Is it expensive? I mean, every if... Probably. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it is what it is. Um, here's another question from Jacqueline Page. Is there a difference between stoneware and earthenware? Yeah. (laughs) We're both like, yeah, there is. Yeah, there is.
1: Yeah. Do you Um, feel,
0: yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say there's several different kinds of earthenware, but the suggestion that it's earthenware makes it seem like it should be a low fire clay.
1: Yeah, that was going to be, that's how I was going to explain the difference.
0: But because they're like, normally you would think of, earth I would think of earthenware as like orange, which means mm-hmm. it has a lot of iron in it and all that iron is going to bring the temperature down.
1: Yeah, but you can get a white, you can get a white earthenware. Exactly. But I wonder, yeah, I wonder if people, I uh, wonder how that definition's changed. Like, because we sort of use it as like, uh, at least in my education, we use it as like a distinction of of firing range because um, even, you know, like if you, when we would talk about like a, like a terracotta looking mid range body, we'd call it like a red stoneware instead right. of a, yeah. Um, but do you feel slightly like a failed teacher that we've never talked about this with our students?
0: Um, uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that I failed, maybe um i don't wanna uh can you let's go on to the next question (laughs) um can you guys talk about Anders' new mustache
1: i'd rather not comment
0: i think the i know the person that wrote in about it it uh my boyfriend actually asked (laughs) and um (laughs) He really has like a crush on Anders. It's really weird. Okay, is
1: he is he into the mustache or anti mustache? He
0: loves it, I think. Okay. Um. Pew 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 pew. Hi, oh, art for the gods wrote in. Hi, Cami Klamako. We offer shout outs from ten dollars. Why did I just say that? Okay, here's so, one. That's from- a great.
1: That's a great question. Yeah.
0: <laughs> here's one from. Jeffrey Close.
1: Uh, I told you no Jeff Close
0: questions. <laughs> Ceramics and climbing. Can you send nine uh, A as hard as you drop code nine?
1: So with the very small amount, I've, I uh, one time in my life I went and climbed on a on a rock out in the middle of the woods, and it's not for me, but. I have a couple friends that are really into climbing and a 9A is some sort of rating for how difficult like a bouldering is or something like that. So I'm assuming it's a really hard thing.
0: Uh, So what do you think?
1: I think I can't climb and I would never brag about dropping cone 9 because if you're not dropping cone 11, what's the fucking point?
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Good answer.
1: How about you? Are uh, you much of a climber?
0: Me? No, I've never done it. I am. I you know, it's it. big. Those
1: two go hand in hand, like in in like Utah and Montana and Colorado.
0: You know, I figured you were going to say some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually I've never <laughs> I don't know. I don't really care about climbing. I like to play spades online.
1: That's cool. That's kind (laughs) of similar. Yeah.
0: Um, Maybe I would really like it. Maybe. I mean, I've just never been in a situation. I've never known anyone that's been into it.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, I went to art school. People that I was friends with weren't really.
1: You were kind of in the wrong part of the country, too.
0: Wrong part of the country and listening to too much Smiths. Like, could you imagine, like, me wearing all black with my, like, hair covering my face and white makeup and red lipstick, like, on the face of some mountain? I don't think so.
1: No. Yeah. Because you'd get the chalk all over your black pants.
0: Oh, my God. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. Do you know how hard it is to keep your clothes black, the blackest black? It's like you have to keep dyeing them in the black dye baths. It never ends. Never ends. Um sorry for okay. your struggle. thank you. Uh, another one from Jeffrey Close is cone eight a thing?
1: Um, I would say cone seven is more of a thing than cone eight, and cone nine is definitely a thing so
0: but you, yeah there already, is a cone eight and we've already ascertained that if you're not doing cone eleven then what what are you doing with your life?
1: You're running a community studio and you don't want the glazes to drip on the shelves. <laughs>
0: All right.
1: Oh, uh, Jeffrey Close wanted to know: Can you put clay in the
0: oven?
1: (laughs) Uh, Great question.
0: I mean, that is actually asked a lot. Though the answer is, you could put it in the oven, and nothing's going to happen. It might blow up actually in your oven if you're not if you made your stuff wrong. Yeah. So there's that. That's actually a good question,
1: Ooh, what about transporting greenware? You want to talk about that? It's a new um, problem
0: yes um, do don't do it.
1: but people have to do it now. How do you do okay. it safely?
0: What I would do is how I would do it is I would wrap the whole thing in tissue paper um. Very nice, and like gently put tissue paper, like crunch crush it up, and then like put, like make, make a wall, a little armor of tissue paper crunched up. And then I would take bubble wrap and bubble wrap it. That's what I would do. Do and you? And then think, put it in a box.
1: So I'm working partially at home. Yeah. And I'm making, I'm only making work there that is going to be easy to transport so i'm not building anything with like um like i'm building some pots there so those are like fairly protected you know and i'm not building anything with like weird handles on it or anything like that so that it's just sort of like a good solid form um and instead of building i might build some i built one kind of bookend thing there too that i transported as greenware and sometimes i build like small sculptures that have like long parts sticking off the sides, or things that are like thin points on it. So I just avoided all of that kind of stuff.
0: Um, so if you're making stuff to tra- that you have to transport, kind of bring it in and don't have things sticking off all over the place.
1: Yeah, Dean Roper says kittens. I don't know if you want to talk about that at all.
0: They're cute, right? They not like not to like knock over your ceramic stuff. Oh, one more thing about. Tr- like transporting greenware, um, yeah. Oh, I would love to transfer my greenware leather hard instead of bone dry.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Like if you can do it leather hard, that's the best.
1: Yeah, just like keep it, keep it, with a tiny bit of moisture in it.
0: And then if you're bringing your stuff glazed over to someone's studio. Like, let's just say you're paying someone to fire your stuff for you and you've glazed it all in your studio and you take it over to them and you're like, here's my stuff. Make sure you, like, tell them what where the glaze is or where yeah. it isn't on every and single piece.
1: And bring a little glaze with you to touch up. For sure. When I was in undergrad, we would – the wood kiln at the University of Montana is, like – 20 minutes or like a half hour away from missoula it's like out in the middle of nowhere and so we'd fire it like once a semester usually and you'd like make all your work and then you'd glaze it at the studio and drive it out there like thousands of pieces like a giant onagama and so you'd like travel (laughs) to work out there and then you'd spend like half a day just like touching up like every rim <laughs> where you chipped glaze. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: so funny. And I think that's it for our questions. Yeah. Okay, you know that I have a couple Amy Isaacs mugs from the 92Y. Amy Isaacs is a like a ceramicist who makes these beautiful very thin porcelain. Well, not uh, always porcelain. Very thin slab-built mugs that are like gorgeous and perfect, and with a rim that you could just like die for. So the rim is so beautiful that I've broken two of them.
1: Nice. Are you dropping them in the sink? What are you doing? No,
0: I don't know. I think it's my. I think it's my um, roommate, who's also my boyfriend. Mm. Um so he He's got
1: he's got beef with Amy.
0: I don't I think he's just I, like I just think he's like a an animal when it comes to like fi- anything fine he's definitely going to break it. Yeah. Like it doesn't even if it's like not handmade ceramics it's he's going to break like ev- like everything he touches will inevitably inevitably be broken at one point and be yeah. replaced.
1: It needs to be, like, welded steel.
0: <laughs> I don't even know. Like, maybe if he touches it, it would melt in his hands. He's so crazy.
1: I dog sat for this couple, and they gave me a stainless steel tumbler. And it's, like, th- Like if you dropped it, it would, like, dent the floor or shatter your tile. Like, it wouldn't – it's such a good <laughs> cup to have. It's the only cup like that.
0: Um. Okay, I'm. I that's crazy because it's almost like sacrilege to bring another material cup into your home and then be like, yeah, it's a great cup.
1: Yeah, it's really good though. It is really, I like wasn't, I thought it was going to make stuff taste weird or I didn't know what it was going to do, but it is, so you should get crew a couple
0: of those. So now that I broke $50, like $100 worth of cups, I have to, but definitely buy new ceramic cups, right? Like, yeah. Do I like? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, I do. Yeah. Okay, what am I gonna look for when I'm look when I'm shopping for these handmade cups?
1: Well, okay, you know what? This is like this is a perfect weekend to want cups because the Saint Croix Pottery Tour starts this weekend. Oh, what is that? It's the. Uh, really long running minnesota uh pottery tour that used to happen or st croix minnesota wisconsin right on the border um it's like the one that mark ferris has been in and warren mckenzie was part of for a long time Um, and this year because uh of the pandemic they're doing it online so um Like, Mike Helke has been posting a bunch of stuff that he's going to be selling. He's, like, one of my favorite potters. Um, And Matt Metz participates in it. Like, I think he usually flies out for it. But, yeah, this is a good weekend to buy some pots.
0: Do you have to live in the area, or can you be from anywhere?
1: You'd be from anywhere.
0: Oh, wow. So it's, like, it's the big guns of pottery?
1: Yeah, it's, like, um, usually, like, people... Like an artist, will, a potter will, like, invite other potters to their studio to sell work out of. Um, but this year, with everything that's going on, they're, they're just doing it all online. So not everybody's participating, mm. but a lot of people are. Um, and Like Sunshine Cobb, isn't it?
0: Um, oh, Sunshine. Okay, so we, when we were talking about books, we didn't get to um, talk about Sunshine Cobb's book which has the most beautiful pictures of any book I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. I still haven't. I still, ha- I've seen it, but just really briefly, I, I I need to spend some time with
0: it. Yeah. The pictures in the book are gorgeous. Yeah. Like if you want to look at some real ceramics born, that's the one, like you're going to be like, wow. Yeah. And then it's, I think it's all like the clay is wet. Yeah. And so, you know, like once clay's is bisped, you're like, looks like garbage
2: yeah or
0: bone dry yeah it's just like boring but these are like perfect
1: yeah yeah she's she's got some really interesting ways of working too um you know who else i was just looking at was um ayumi horie was doing like a like a lid and flange mold business um on her instagram which was like she had like a mold of a lid and a mold of a flange that she was throwing into, like dry throwing into.
0: Oh, um, And then like
1: sticking it on a vessel.
0: I'll have to check that out. That sounds crazy. Yeah. So you like put the mold on the wheel?
1: Yeah, which I actually, I have a mold like that up at the 92nd Street Y that I made for a student a long time ago. Um, And I helped them use it once and then they never used it again. Um, So I should... Go steal that back.
0: Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Fuck that, 100%. All of a sudden, you're going to be making all these, like, lid, flit, like, what Was yours a foot?
1: Uh, no, mine was, like, so you had, what you would do is, mine was for press molding, though, for, for the most part, was how oh. we used it. So you'd, like, build the lid right side up, and it would have the flange and the gallery built in. And then you'd build the vessel, upside down like quote build it upside down and then they would like be perfect keyed together
0: okay you should you should do this and then put pictures on on instagram yeah put pictures of it on instagram because i kind of want to see what you're talking about yeah no foot
1: mold yeah foot mold was really good too like lisa Orr does those really sweet she throws in, in in a foot mold really often um And then – so she'll, like, center a plaster, like, mold on the wheel and throw her piece with that as the base. And then that way when she, like, pops it out, it's just, like, got a finished foot on it.
0: Oh, shit. That's so cool. So it's just, like, a ring in a piece of plaster and then you throw on top of that.
1: Yeah, kind of. Her feet are, like, a little – her feet are more, um, like – she's working with like multiple part molds that she just like rubber bands together and then centers on there so that she can have like undercuts and things like that. Um, cause her, you know, her works like really like loose, but super ornate and, and like, kind of, um, like a little gaudy in some ways. And so she's got these, um, like feet that really often, um, they're not faceted, but, uh, they're really, really great. You should check them out.
0: Okay. I will. Yeah. So you think for sure I should, like I have a problem breaking handmade cups. Do I buy, should I just, am I buying more handmade cups is what I want to know. Yes. What's the most important handmade thing that you use right now?
1: My favorite, I, I don't know what I, I don't know how to, I don't know what the most important handmade thing is, but my favorite I'm going to start with my favorite cup. My favorite cup right now is a, is a Matt Matt's coffee cup that I've been using every morning. And like for years I use this Lydia Johnson mug every day. And that's like one of my favorites. And then there's a John Gill cup that I drink water out of every day. That is one of my favorites.
0: Cause if you drink, Um, if you drink coffee or tea out of it, it's going to be, it's over, right?
1: Yeah, I mean it. It's also, yeah, it's like it's really big. So it's and so it's a really good, it's a really good water cup, and it's got like a really wide base on it. So I keep it on my bedside table, because when I wake up in the middle of the night and I and I'm panicked and I'm thirsty, I can find it. Um, yeah,
2: <laughs> maybe there. <laughs> yeah,
1: are
0: you not? <laughs> <laughs> sorry you wake up a little bit of like panicked yeah. Water how do, you, how do you wake up
1: <laughs> i just like every night
0: <laughs> sorry oh. um, okay okay I don't know I, I, I that's like another whole podcast topic
1: I love, I love a stressful life <laughs> uh, I just like
0: uh, wake up and I'm like oh I wish I had some water I'm gonna go get some okay here it is in my mouth I'm going to go back to sleep after playing an hour and a half of words with friends.
1: Yeah. No, I wake up uh, frantic. <laughs> yeah. Um, what? What's your most coveted handmade object?
0: Well, it was this Amy Isaacs mug until I chipped it. So now I have to like replace that thing. I like usually have my like coffee, like my, I don't drink coffee. I drink tea. Like I'll have my my morning. But you coffee. don't
1: drink coffee.
0: I drink espressos once in a while, but only for fun. No, I don't really. That's drink coffee. crazy. But I drink tea like mofo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I just maybe you should like...
1: start. Maybe if you drank coffee, you'd stop breaking your mugs all the time.
0: That makes zero sense.
1: Yeah, but just like think about it. Okay. Just maybe. think about it. Just like think about it.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> I will. What what are you gonna so okay, are you gonna get new Amy Isaac mugs?
0: I guess. I mean she's yeah. kind of in France, so it's not kinda it's not I can't really get a new one. So I have to like I was thinking maybe of ordering some she's not coming back anytime soon either.
1: You know who's you should you should get some uh Jason Hartsoe mugs. We talked about him one time. He's at Penland. He... Yes.
0: you showed me his work.
1: Yeah, it's really sweet. It also looks like it could take a beating.
0: It does look like that, right? That's yeah. what I need, I think. Something that can, like, kill.
1: That's why I like this this old Lydia Johnson cup that I have from when she was in grad school. It's like... um. Like you can, like I used to walk, walk to school with it when I first got it, like walk back and forth and like, you can like knock it off your work table, you know, (laughs) and it's just like fine. There's like four chips in it now, but it's still just like fine somehow.
0: That's so crazy.
1: Um, It's such a good mug.
0: Do you drink out of your own coffee mugs? Never. Really?
1: Yeah.
0: Even to be like in research and development?
1: No, not some sort of like a self-involved maniac huh. use my own mugs. Am I going to start hanging my own art on my walls?
0: <laughs> Wait, I've been to your house. It's like almost all your own art.
1: No, there's no art on the
0: walls. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. There's like nothing. Uh, uh,
1: No, I don't. Um, I spend so much time with my work at my studio and like in my own head that I I don't want to and I don't make like I make mugs but I like yeah I actually I have a plate at my studio that I've used a couple times that I made for that plate show like one of the backups I like that one
0: that's that's funny I have a plate at my studio that I made that's like a second that I use Yeah. Like the foot's just a little too small, but I like everything else about it. And it's like the perfect, it's not quite a bowl and it's not quite a plate.
1: Yeah. That's a good studio. Yeah. yeah. You really scoop stuff.
0: Any kind of slop you could put in there. It's like, okay.
1: Yeah. I actually, I, I use some of the stuff that like Sarah, Allwine and I have made for Brooklyn Clay.
0: Oh yeah. Um, That stuff's like pretty great.
1: Yeah, that feels different to me, too. I don't feel like I'm staring at my art all day when I'm using those.
0: I feel like if I use my own cup, I'm like, oh, this could have been better. This could have been better. This could have been better. I'm, like, too, yeah. I get too hard on myself. And then I'm like, it doesn't make me want to make better ones. It just makes me disappointed
1: Well, I also, <laughs> the one I made. Yeah, I feel like I have. I don't, like, most of my ceramic, like, uh utilitarian stuff it, i left it in minnesota when i first moved to new york and i just like haven't gone out there like every time i go back to visit my parents i like grab a couple things um oh. but but most of it's still there and like actually a lot of my favorite stuff is there cuz when i moved here i like wasn't sure how long i was going to stay and <laughs> things like that so i didn't want to like pack up all my yeah um
0: you're like but, no, you're not i'm not going to commit Yeah. You haven't committed, you've lived here for three years and you haven't committed yet.
1: (laughs) I moved here just with a suitcase, suitcase (laughs) and a backpack.
0: Crazy. Um,
1: but yeah, I feel like, and yeah, so even without like most of my ceramics here, I feel like I have so much good stuff that I would just like rather use, like got a really good Justin Donafrio mug that I've been using. Um, and I like really when I like lock in and start using something at my apartment, I'll use it for like months at a time and then like switch to a different one,
0: yeah, me too. I do well, I mean, I use it for months at a time until crew breaks it, and then <laughs> I'll switch to a different one, yeah out uh, of so yeah. okay. So I'm going to look for something that's really durable that Mm -hmm. is kind of high, hopefully high fired enough that it's not going to like, when I drop it a thousand times in the sink or hit it against, I don't know what the, like what Frankenstein is doing in there when he does the dishes, but something that's not going to chip against anything else.
1: Maybe you could get a rubber sink.
0: (laughs) Maybe. I also think do you if something's chipped is it over? No. Really? Yeah. You don't care? You're mm-hmm. like fine.
1: It depends. If it was like a if it is like a low fire white clay.
2: Yeah. Maybe not.
1: Um but yeah. I a lot of my stuff. I'm pretty careful, like I, I hand wash everything and um like a lot of it I don't even put in the dish rack because I'm just like nervous that something else is gonna fall on it. But that's what's um happening. yeah. But I I keep using stuff long after it's been chipped.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. I usually toss it. I'm usually like, I don't wanna see you anymore. you you're dead to me
1: yeah well i think part of the um like part of what i like so much about using other people's pots is so many of them are friends of mine um like a lot of my favorite pots have come from either like like friends or like mentors or just like people that i care a lot about and um, or like times too like i i have some pots from undergrad of like people that weren't necessarily like great friends or anything like that but it like makes me just like think back on being in the studio in Montana and I like remember trading for it and things like that. And so if something's chipped, I'm fine with it because it's just kind of like part of that patina that's like building on it. But if it, it might be different if it was like a new, a newer piece and like a piece that made by somebody that I, I'm not like close with, but almost all of my pots are like, I have some sort of personal relationship with the, person that made them
0: that's really sweet oh you said the other day you were like now's the most important time to buy ceramics yeah what do you think why (laughs) why do you think I,
1: i think that because um for one like i'm i'm still working so i feel like um i should do what i can to just like support those people um and i think so so much of like pottery sales i mean there's usually like a big you know big pottery sales that happen around like mother's day um really often like universities will do one at the end of the school year and things like that um and those are just things that aren't going to happen um and then yeah i mean you, you even think about like you know spots like um like Missoula and it always did like big like farmer's market, things like that, where people would sell a lot of pots. And, um, I know like Penland or I've been told Penland, like always has people coming through in the summers to buy pots. So think without all that foot traffic. Cause that's like, for me, you know, buying a, like a $80 mug is like, it's like something that I like have to think about, you know? And like, sure. I like, Yeah, like I'm actually really kicking myself because I missed out on this mug that I wanted to buy Um, because I was just like I just kept like going back and forth because I was like, well, like I don't really need any more mugs, but I really like this one. Uh, And whose was um, it? It was a Jason Hartso mug. Oh yeah. Yeah, Um, but he's got some other good ones on there. Um,
0: I love when you like fan out on people like you'll there's like because we teach this class together too yeah so like when you know like when you're into somebody you're like you're like in you yeah you're in you're like i'm gonna like, i'm gonna mention him in every possibility uh-huh <laughs> it's so rad it's actually well it's like cool. it like
1: takes up a bunch of brain space and that's how i end up like that's how i end up buying stuff is like it's someone who's like work i really like and i like have been thinking a lot about but I think most sales probably happen through like people like being at the farmer's market and like, you know, going past the table for like the clay studio in Missoula and then they'll like pick up some dinner plates. And um, yeah. Yeah. The other person who has been, who I'm like, I, who I've really liked for a long time and I have one thing of his is Mike Helkey. I want some more of Mike Helkey pots really badly.
0: Okay. Well, Mike Helkey. You heard it from Gus's mouth. St. Croix
1: Pottery Tour 2020.
0: <laughs> um, I'm going to, I guess I'm going to do some research and see who I want to buy a cup from. Yeah. I'm like, whose cups do I really love? I mean, there's so, I like, love everybody's cups. It's like, I feel like, you know, everyone, you know, is like making something. You're like, oh, that'll be good for a while. Yeah. I guess not everybody that's like kind of a, (laughs) it's a lot, but you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. You know what I need is some, I need some good dinner plates.
0: Yeah. I've been trying to make some in my studio. Um, I made like a whole, I made like five or six and then they stuck to the kiln shelves when I glazed them. So they're kind of gone, but I'll remake them.
1: Are you, you were in the middle of ceramics one when the pandemic hit? (laughs)
0: You, you guys like, didn't
1: get to glazing the bottom or what
0: the fuck and i didn't have kiln wash on my come on man i didn't have was kiln like, wash it's like a fucking disaster
1: that was like me the first <laughs> do you remember the, the first thing i fired in my test kiln i told you i just like fused it to the brand new kiln shelf and it was one of those things where i was like i was like i don't have any kiln wash here but I know what I'm doing. I'm not going to. Yeah, mess exactly. This
0: up. I don't Yeah, exactly. Also, it wasn't just that one Gus. it was four. What'd you do? I wiped the bottoms. Actually, my feet weren't tall enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is
0: classic.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. Ceramics
0: 102. When you're making. Okay, to so everybody, here's a tip. Hot tip. When you're making plates with feet, make sure your feet, you leave enough space for the glaze on the bottom, or else the bottom is going to just, just country, so, just enough to hit the kiln shelf and stick.
1: All these times, and we've been like, at Brooklyn Clare at the Y, and I'm scraping shelves, and you're like, boy, <laughs> these students, huh? Ah, i just absolutely. like, taking your plate off of the kiln shelf, like, it's crazy. I'll talk to him. I'll talk to him. <laughs> take it home.
0: <laughs> it's me. <laughs> <laughs> what an obsession. <laughs>